Hi, everybody. It's been almost a year since my last recorded episode, and I'm happy to be with you again. Um, it's kind of a difficult time to come back on when there's so much going on. And there's something that's definitely weighing heavy on my mind that I wanted to talk about. Um, it's pretty much the thing that's one of the things that's been in the the news since last week when Roe v. Wade was overturned. I happen to be on the pro-choice side of things, as the majority of people in this country are. And I actually have uh, worked in the nonprofit field for many years in healthcare and especially in women's healthcare, where um, I managed clinics that provided uh, contraception, family planning, care for women, up to and including surgical abortions and medical abortions. And it was some of the most difficult yet rewarding work that I've ever done in my life. And I fought alongside of some amazing people who tried to prevent what happened last week from happening for the past several decades. Um, I am... I'm, I want to say I'm in shock, but then again, I'm not because, you know, I think a lot of us could see this coming. Uh, The, uh, the pro-life side, and I hate to even call them pro-life because if they were pro-life, they would be concerned beyond the point of birth and want to do things that would make life better for women who are now going to have to carry unwanted pregnancies, unintended pregnancies, um, not just necessarily inconvenient pregnancies, but could be life-threatening, could threaten their finances, their ability to take care of the families they already have, their ability to have any quality of life whatsoever. Um, I I guess I'm just so disappointed that we have not gotten to a point where something that's been precedent for 50 years is left alone and left to be a decision made by the individual who is carrying the pregnancy to decide with her own autonomy what is best for her in her life when it comes to an unintended pregnancy. I know that if men were the ones to get pregnant, things would be different. So we unfortunately are not as progressive as we want to believe we are when it comes to women's 
equality and women's basic rights and access to health care and being treated as whole people in this society. Over the years that I worked <clears throat> in these clinics, and I worked in clinics in two different states, um, I, I saw so many situations and could tell so many stories, heart-wrenching stories of what brings people into a clinic to terminate a pregnancy. Just what they're up against in their lives. And the hypocrisy of it all, too, because I actually dealt with women who would come into the clinic convinced that what they wanted to do was to have an abortion, but tell everyone that they came in contact with throughout their process that they didn't believe in abortion and that they thought it was wrong and that they thought what we were doing in being abortion providers was wrong, sinful, horrible. <clears throat> so here we are answering their need, doing our best to help them, and they're condemning us for what we're doing. It made no sense whatsoever. And even... <laughs> more surprising and ridiculous we actually had a woman who used to picket our clinics that came in for an abortion and the very next day went back out on the picket line to protest us again that's the degree of hypocrisy surrounding this issue It boggles my mind and makes my blood boil. And I know several people who had abortions and then became quote-unquote pro-lifers and were on the side of the people who worked tirelessly to get us to the point where Roe v. Wade was finally overturned. So, in other words, they wanted it to be legal and safe when they were in need and when they made the choice to have an abortion, but they don't want other women to be able to have that in place when they're in need of the same thing. <laughs> I don't know what is wrong with the way that these people think. I'm saddened and angered. <laughs> but I have a renewed sense of purpose 
and a commitment to fight with all the other women and men out there who believe that this is something worth fighting for. There's a large movement afoot right now to fix this. And that gives me hope. I, I wish more people understood the gravity of this, the importance of this work, and stopped making it into such a trite thing. They just don't go below the surface when they think about this issue and figure out where it is they stand. It is not so black and white. It's very complicated. And by making it illegal, they're not helping the situation. They are not going to make an impact on the number of abortions that will be done because women, desperate women, are going to continue to seek them out And a lot of them are going to be done like they were before 1973 when abortion was made legal. They're going to be done dangerously, illegally. Yes, some states are still going to provide safe and legal abortions. But some of the poor women located maybe even thousands of miles away from where they can travel to get this service are not going to be able to do that. Once again, the most vulnerable in our society, the most marginalized in our society, are the ones who are going to have to carry the biggest burden of the decisions made by people who either don't understand it or don't care or are just plain out hypocritical. Because those with money and power never have to worry in these situations. If something happens to them or one of their loved ones, you know, they've got all the money they need to take care of it, to go where they need to go or send the person that, that they care about who needs this service where they need to go to obtain to obtain what they want, what they're after safe and legally and it's just the continuation of an unfair and unsympathetic way to go about things and it just breaks my heart it just really breaks my heart there is so much to motherhood people need to be prepared 
to bring children into this world. And that's on every level, financial, emotionally, mentally. They need to be mature and they need to have means. They've got to be able to take care of themselves before they can take care of someone else. And it's not just young people. It's not just pregnant teens who might find themselves in a situation where they would choose to terminate a pregnancy. Most of the women, one out of four women in this country, have had an abortion. (laughs) That's how prevalent it is. And most of those women were, you know, of an age where they were considered adults. They were out of high school. Many of them were married, had families. And they could not bring another child into their circumstances without having a drastic and dire effect on themselves and their existing families. People need to understand that. People need to stop being so judgmental and assuming that they know what other people's circumstances are like. I think maybe we need to get those stories out. We need to get people who've been through these things to talk about them. And I know that's really hard. Nobody wants to come out and talk about the most private and sensitive and difficult and scary and sad moments in their life. They don't want to make those stories public for the most part. There may be some Some brave women who would be willing to do that. But most are not in a position to do that or able to do it without suffering some consequence. Sometimes it seems like the only way we're really going to make any progress in situations like this is for the basic public to know the details that they simply can't fathom or don't want to look at because they're just on some self-righteous path. They're following some perverted religion. because they want to feel good about themselves. We should be beyond this now. We can do better and we should be doing better. Women are strong. They have really been beaten down. 
And this is a blow that's beyond the pale. And we've got to gather ourselves up. Once again. And assert our intentions, our desires, our needs, our rights as human beings. And we've got to make changes. And then we've got to maintain those changes once they've finally gone into effect and prevailed over this nonsense and chaos that's been thrown at us by this ridiculous minority of people that think they know better. There's plenty to talk about on this subject, and I'm sure there'll be more for another day. And uh, I'm not really sure because I'm talking to people that I don't have direct interaction with. I'm not even sure that a lot of the people that listen to this podcast, not that there are, there's a great many, but for those that do, I'm not, I'm not sure what the makeup of that group is. I don't know if I'm talking to allies or not. You know, this, this could be one of those things that turns a lot of people away. Instead of doing that, if you, if you find yourself feeling uncomfortable with my take on this matter, it's not my intention to make you uncomfortable. I hope that if you're a listener and you consider yourself to be pro-life, that maybe you'll, you'll use this opportunity to just really listen just open up your mind and heart and listen because maybe there are things that you don't know that you're not aware of about this subject maybe you could begin to find some sympathy for people who are going to pay a huge price with what has happened Maybe you can gain some understanding about the subject as a whole and understand that there's not just a lot of immoral people out here who are <sighs> who are doing hideous things. That's not what this is about. I'm hoping, though, that most of the people who listen to this podcast already have an understanding of what I'm talking about. Already have sympathy and empathy for the people who are going to suffer 
to thank you for listening, no matter what your previous experience with this or your opinions about this matter are. You know, it's something that's just such a sensitive issue, but it needs to be dealt with. And what has recently happened is, from my perspective, an atrocity. And it can't stand. It just can't. Thank you for listening. I hope that it will inspire some thought and maybe some action. And that in the coming weeks and months, we'll be able to regain our ground. I, uh, I hope to have some better news with coming episodes, but I just had to get this out there and express how I was feeling because I imagine a lot of you are feeling similar we're not alone I'll leave you with that and talk soon <laughs>